welcome back to another episode of Table Talks, where deeper conversations are something highly sought after but rarely explored. And I have with me, as always, my lovely co-host, Alyssa. Why, hello, Snow Angels. Um, so this episode, we're skipping tea because... It's a new year. Uh, yeah. New year, new intentions. Yeah. So let's just skip ahead of tea. Yeah. What do we have in store for ourselves this week? Um, what advice would you give to your younger self is kind of the question. I'm liking it. It's a new year, new resolutions. It brings a lot of ponderance about, mm-hmm. so. Absolutely. Want to just dive in? Let's do it. So what's some advice that you would give to your younger self? I think we first have to talk about where we were <laughs> to mm. our younger selves. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about, like, very early on, like, mid to, like, pre-teens to teens. I was a totally different person. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I was still pretty introverted, but I wasn't very sure of myself, although I looked like it, according to you. You did. Um, I was dealing with anxiety and self-doubt. I had a lot going on in the background, a lot of growth that I was working on for myself. I was also just um, working on relationships, including my own with myself. So, like, I was doing a lot of, like, getting to know me. hmm Which I think is really important in that time. I'm appreciative of it now. So, looking back, it's not so terrible, all the mm. things I went through. But you know how it's, like, always tougher while you're in it versus oh, like, looking back? absolutely. That hindsight. Of, you know, <laughs> 2020. About, yep. <laughs> what about you? <sighs> Advice for, like, my younger self. I think... Where were you at? I was always dealing with a lot. I came from a divorce household, so I I think you just, you grow up differently. <laughs> For sure. Um, so you're working out all those emotions on top of it, on top of hormones for the first time and all the endorphins running. Um, I think, I don't know, mentally in that age, I was in a weird spot. It's not something that, like, I feel like I can describe. It was like I had days of just, like, endless happiness and not even thinking twice about things and other times I was a ball of mush and didn't want to you know have interaction and you know really okay with please don't speak to me please don't speak to me please don't speak to me please don't speak I'm just gonna keep my head down nobody talk to me always talk to me I did not see I didn't see that for you in school so it's definitely different to see that like background information well I was like when I found out about you not being so confident I was like no fucking way she was no you were not and I'm like wow I'm like it's crazy like our perspectives perspectives of each other back then versus what we were actually dealing with internally yeah it's crazy to see and it just you can put on airs and like it's kind of that defense mechanism where it's like the choice you make to kind of keep your own little bit of sanity for yourself while you're going through stuff but like Mm -hmm. it's crazy to think about how we both saw each other and had those impressions and just like that wasn't didn't see the underlying effect right absolutely i I think i would pick up on it now though like if you were struggling with something i'd be like who are you trying to fool girl what's going on yeah (laughs) yeah absolutely like that comes with time being friends right like you learn little tiny tidbits about the person and the way that their mannerisms are when certain things are going down like you know that's that's why like you were short answering me yesterday morning i instantly was like yo are you good 
you're up at 8 a.m. Are you good? Like, is everything all right? Because <laughs> I was like, hey, I just had to check in and make sure that you were good. Like, it wasn't something I was accustomed to you getting up that early, so. Yeah, you're pretty in tune with me because, like, yesterday I was fine when you texted me, but then <laughs> the rest of the, the, day, rest of the yeah. day was not so great. <laughs> yeah. So how do you feel about your next step up from that? What do you mean? Like, leaving high school kind of, like, beginning stages. Oh my gosh, I think I was more of a mess leaving high school just because I didn't have a plan. Mm. I think I talked about it in adulting, but I just did not, my college plans did not work out as I thought, and I legitimately was like, I was on the floor crying because I didn't know what I was going to do next, so Mm -hmm. I think it was a huge stage of growth and pivoting and finding a new path. What about you? How were you after college, or after high school? College was, I, college was work for me. That's all I did. I just worked and did college. I did, worked and did college. I worked three jobs my first semester of college and went to school full time. Like, I didn't have time to think twice about anything. I was just in a state of, I want money. I want to be on a career path. So that's what I did. And I don't know. I don't. I don't remember those times being hard, except for the fact that I was just always tired. You were grinding. Really hard. Like, three jobs, I would work most days from 5 a.m. to 11 p.m., come home, write papers, go to bed, get up and do it all over again the next day, write papers at my morning job, sleep in my car in between jobs, like, take naps. Like, I was just in such a huge state of, like, I don't give a fuck what I have to do, but all I want is money and to put myself on a path somewhere. And I don't think that was a bad thing. No, I think it was what you needed at the time. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I think since we talked about us and what we were dealing with, I think we also have to talk about where we were at in relationships. Mm, this is fair. This um, is true. For the same time. I mean, I don't have much to say as far as preteens and teens. I did not date until after high school. I definitely dated during high school, and part of me wishes I didn't, but part of me recognizes, like, that made me who I am also. Oh, see, I, I do sometimes, like, reflect back on it, and I'm like, should I have dated? Mm. Should I have started? But I also don't think I, I would be the same person if I didn't, because I did spend so much time on, with myself that I'm, like, really comfortable with me and who I am. Right. But I think if I had dated, I think I would have made some mistakes that I wouldn't have been happy with. Right. I think also, like, to just talking relationship-wise, I was trying to make a lot of friends that didn't want, they wanted to be more than friends. And that just became unsuccessful for me, and I was not a fan. So I think I put myself in a place where I didn't want a yeah. relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And, and of course, again, it's high school. Like, you have all those hormones and your love hormones and, like, every just you're in a new space. Like, all of those things are happening all at once. And, like, coping and getting through it, like, is different in, for everyone. You took the path of... No, like, I don't want those relationships. And I took the path of us, like, no, I want a relationship. Yeah, and it's hard because, like, I remember having crushes during high school. Like, I was like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I remember somebody, every time I saw them in the hallway, I was like, mm. <gasps> <laughs> you're so nice to look at. <laughs> but, like, on the inside, I know I was totally not ready. Mm-hmm. Like, there was just something about it. I was like, nope, we got to hold back. We got to wait. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I don't know. I never... I didn't have that feeling in high school of, like, I need to hold back and wait. I was like, nah, I'm just going to jump right in there. Maybe I'll change my advice to make herself later in the episode, depending <laughs> on what we talk about. But how about after high school and college? Like, 
Where were you relationship-wise? Uh, uh, in a four-year relationship that ended. Well, I was in a two-year through my senior year of high school into my freshman year of college. Yeah, you were in pretty deep. Yeah, and then I went four years after that one. I was in a relationship. So I'm the relationship queen. I used to bounce from one to the next. I wasn't, I, I mean, you were, you were four years deep through college, and I yeah. was like, is this gonna stay? Like, yeah. I wasn't sure. Do you want me to be honest? You can be honest. <laughs> Looking back, like, what I knew at the time, I didn't think it was right for you. Yeah. But I obviously was, like, shooting for your happiness, and, like, as long as you're happy, supportive. I'm happy. yeah. Yeah, supportive friend role. But, like, I, I wasn't sure. I thought you might get hitched like I thought you guys were going I mean I think if we didn't have the major hiccup with the miscarriage I think that that probably would have been a a possibility really yeah I think so that had a huge role in my relationship for sure Hmm. yeah absolutely even with the other things going on I think the other it was just everything compounding and then I think it was taking the time after my miscarriage for all the reflection that I did while I locked myself in a bedroom for a month. <laughs> like, that's, you. I, that's just the reality of it, though. Like, you know, and looking back, I think that was a huge moment of, like, aha. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I going to be able to do in this relationship and how can I make it better? Are there things I can do better? Are there things that I'm not liking in this relationship that need to be spoken about but, like, can't communicate about? Like... There's a lot of that that I think came after I just spent time alone. So that was your pivotal event. Like it, I think it pushed so. everything to to the forefront, so that you were able to like t- take a look at it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like yours came a little later. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think you're better for it. Absolutely. I think it's a traumatic event. I yeah. don't wish that <laughs> on you or anyone, and I'm sorry. I'm still sorry yeah. that happened, but like. I think where you're at now, like, and how that kind of changed your mindset has done wonders for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I went a little apeshit wild after a four-year relationship for about three years. Oh, my God. I look back and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, my whole phase, and I talk about it so openly because it's a part of who I was and it made for some huge self-growth. Like, I just needed a time because I spent my beginning years of college not necessarily in a relationship, but just grinding really hard, like working all the time, pulling 40 to 80 to 100 hour work weeks. And like, that was all I cared about was just work, 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 work. Yeah, but you also were in a relationship and that kind of grounded you to that as well. Right. So like when you got out of it, it was like, well, now I can do whatever. Yeah, like everything. Like, whoa. <laughs> so and that's what I did. I, I did. I went wild for a while. And I, but like, again, I look at that and go, that was a huge self-growth thing that I had to go through in order to be today what I'm doing today. Okay, so now I'm going to ask you, what advice would you give to your younger self? Be okay with the present moment and what's happening. I had a really hard time accepting certain things were happening, and I'm, I was always looking to change for the next thing. I think that's advice I could even give to myself today. Can you expand upon that? Like, I always was... The reason I was always working so hard and I was always grinding so hard was because I wanted the next thing. Like, I wanted the career path. I wanted the next step. But I didn't even know how to go about that because I wasn't even enjoying the present moment of what I was going through and all the things I was doing. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why. And, like, even I could even give myself that advice today. 
Well, we've talked about it. You're very future oriented, and I'm very present moment. So, <laughs> like, yin and yang. <laughs> if you run yang. ahead, yeah. I'm like, so in 2022, we're gonna do it, da da da, and you're like, Whoa, can we get to 2022 first? You, yeah, you're like, take a deep breath. Can we talk about 2022 success list in 2022? <laughs> and me, I'm like, no, nah, it's, it's it's fourth quarter. We we need to wrap up our thoughts about this year and like move forward with like what's going on for all four quarters <laughs> next year. Like, I'm very very future oriented. <laughs> I could be someone's great guru and like. Wouldn't have a problem with that. <laughs> so what are you doing in your future self? Like, I have no problem asking those questions and running full force for future. And that's something that, like, I could give my younger self and even to my now self. You can have that plan, but, like, can we also enjoy what's happening right now? And I see a lot, too, like, across my Instagram that was, like, the moments that you have right now are the moments that you were wishing you had six months ago. And now you're in those moments not enjoying them because you're too busy focusing on what the next six months looks like. And I'm like, <laughs> I think that's why I try to be so present. I mean, you can always keep running and thinking about the future, but like you're missing what's going on right now while you're trying to build it. And I think that it has to be a fine balance. Absolutely. But like you have to enjoy what's going on because then like, I mean, that was one of the things I said to myself, like, from my younger self, is to just spend as much time with the people you love. You never know what's going to happen, and I think it hits even more home to me this year because of the loss that I had. Like, I need to, I I would absolutely say, spend as much time, be in the present moment, enjoy the people that are there, because you don't know if they're going to be there. Absolutely. Whether that's, like, they pass away, um, you guys break up, you lose friendship, like, you have to enjoy what you have right now. Mm-hmm. So do you have advice you would give to your younger self besides just the being present? I feel like you and I have talked about this being present a lot on our podcast. I think that's something we try to make sure we reiterate because it's something that you and I are still working on. I was going to say anything, any advice I give to like you and our listeners is something that I wholeheartedly had had to or have gone through and am now on the other side of it and going here you need this too yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) so I mean I I wrote some stuff down I said um to stop stressing about the little things Mm -hmm. and to stop striving for perfectionism because it doesn't truly exist I love being goal oriented but my younger self was always trying to be perfect Like, that's what you saw. That was my projection and what I had control over was giving the, the, what I thought looked perfect and societally perfect and what would achieve me the most. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't, like, me and my full authentic self. It was a part of me, but it wasn't truly what I was looking to become. Mm -hmm. And I also, it brought me a lot of anxiety. Like, looking back on my younger self the sophomore year where I had the anxiety I was out for a few weeks like I I was freaking out about grades like how important is that actually in the huge scheme of like your the simulation life here? yeah like I was sitting there thinking that if I wasn't in all honors classes it was the end of the world yeah and that's looking back that's so sad like but you have to like also remember at the time there's not a whole lot of other things that are super important at that age either. No, it's pretty much just school and, and, you know, getting into a good college and all that. Right. But, like, I think I learned it that year, sophomore year, just to, like, be okay with... Like, I somehow thought it was, like, 
I don't want to say below me, but, like, not as efficient or good to not be in honors classes. Like, just being at the level that I was at wasn't okay. Mm. Like, I knew it was it Was, was it English. a potential problem? Like, you, you knew how much potential you had, so by not being in those honors classes, you felt like you weren't living up to that potential? Is that a better... I think think it was an expectation of myself, for Mm. sure. I feel like I I wasn't... I thought it wasn't okay to just, you know, have a problem or or less achievement with something. Like, I knew English and math is where I struggled. And that's what I had to drop. I dropped down in three courses, I believe. Um, But math and English was one of the main two. And I just, like, wasn't okay with just being average quote-unquote average like I wanted to be the best be everything Mm -hmm. and so like striving for that perfectionism I just like lost sight of a lot of other things that was going on so that's fair yeah I think I could still take my own advice I'm a little bit I'm I I love perfection (laughs) (laughs) um I always strive to do my best Mm -hmm. but I acknowledge that now like now that it is my best and not somebody else's version of my best Mm -hmm. or some somebody else's goal that I'm trying to achieve and live up to or society's expectation of what success or what that looks like what perfectionism is it's like you said it's not realistic it's not, and it doesn't no. exist. Mm-hmm. And you just have to do what's good for you, how, you know, what's going to make you happy. Yeah. So is that some more advice you give to your younger self? Do what makes you happy? Yes, I think I was doing some of that, but I think it could have gotten, it, it could have been better. Yeah. Well, again, hindsight, right? Like, this is a, a, a time for reflection, like we said at the beginning of the the year is always that time for you know new goals reflection of all the old and like you look back and you're like hindsight is I should have done this it is but like I think even in preparation for this episode I struggled to write stuff down I mean I eventually got some stuff I also look at some articles and just general like knowledge about what advice other people give to the younger selves but like when I look back on that time I don't regret any of it oh no I have I and that's what I mean by like I look I, I went through a phase where I did, like, have some regrets about my college year, my earlier college years, and then even my later college years going through my whole phase. So I was like, I shouldn't have done that. I should have been doing X. I should have been doing Y. I went through a small, and I was like, why am I regretting these things? Like, what is it about this that I'm regretting? And I was like, I'm just being too hard on myself about what expectation I had of my younger self. Like, I can't do that. Yeah, and that goes back to the advice we always give is, like, you did what was best for you and what with what knowledge you had at the time. Exactly. And so, like, that's why I don't ever regret anything. I look back on my past, and I really don't have any advice from my younger self. Like, this is just if I went above and beyond and was trying to give advice to, like, time-traveling me, like, yeah. in the younger days. I, what I lived was, like, what needed to happen at the time. Yeah. Because it made me who I was. Yeah, absolutely. And I went, like I said, I went through a brief stage of, like, regret and then was like, but that's all I knew. Like, I didn't know better. Like, I know now. So how I can't regret the things that I was doing because I was doing what I thought was best for myself then. And that's okay. Yeah. And I honestly, I look at this list and I'm like, I'm nitpicking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I really want to pull some stuff out, this is what it would be. But that's... I'm nitpicking. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
That's why I struggled with this episode just as much as you did. Like, I don't have any notes in there. I wanted to sit down and journal about it, and I just was like, I don't know. I Like, it was a question at the forefront of my mind most of this week, and I was like, I can't. I don't know advice I would give to my younger self. Run. I mean, if that's probably one thing. <laughs> run. It's run. <laughs> but, of course, I say that now because I understand what red flags are. Like, I understand what, you know, an unhealthy relationship looks like now. I didn't know that then. So even I could tell myself to run, but I'm probably not going to listen. Yeah, and, like, you're aware enough to know that you, if you hadn't gone through that, you wouldn't have learned it. No, God, no. So, like, you couldn't tell your, your younger self, self that. Exactly. <laughs> because you didn't go through it. Right, right, exactly. So I just, you know, I'm like, run. But then I'm like, but I can't tell myself to run because then I won't know now to run. <laughs> like, Yeah, it's all a learning curve. So, like, even if I, all the things that I might list here on this episode, like, Again, it is nitpicking, and at the end of the day, you have to be happy with your own mm-hmm. past. Absolutely. You have to accept your past. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. And however easy or hard it may be. Absolutely. Did you have any other advice that you can come up with? The only thing, and this is one that, like, I've just been working on a lot this year, is just be gentle with yourself. Like, I think if I could have given myself that advice, I would. Just be gentle. Like, just be present. Flow with what flows and, like, roll with it. I agree. I think I wrote down some of that stuff. Similarly, I said, you know, to stop apologizing. Worked on, or I've been working on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Boundaries. Um, We've been working on those. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's okay to be alone, enjoy being an introvert, and, like, spending time to myself. Like, just be yeah. happy with me and where I'm at. Like, mm-hmm. I think I was accepting of myself, but if I really wanted to nitpick, I could have been more accepting of who I was. Because I was just... Again, looking on the outside and trying to figure out if what I was doing was along the same lines. Yep. Versus just, like, what I, what makes me happy? What do I want? What do I want to do? Yeah. Do you have anything else? I think the main other couple would have been take care of you and do what brings you happiness. I already touched upon the taking care of, like, what brings you happiness. Um, but I think... Because of my empathic nature, I can lose sight of me while taking care of somebody else. And I wrote down to worry less about others and that they'll change when they're ready. Mm. I think some of my after high school days, I was trying to, I'm going to say help. (laughs) Some people come to the the same realizations that you had already had yes and you can't force something like that you can be there and be supportive and and say things that might be helpful along that journey but that person is only going to change when they're ready yeah you can't push like you can be like no you should do this and like i i learned that much later i didn't learn that really realistically until the last like two years that i was like i can't push people to do the things that I think is right because that's what I went through and that's what I would have done. Yeah, I mean... I can't. I can pinpoint that I did say something to that effect. Like, they'll change when they're ready during my younger moments, during, like, a family matter. Mm. Um, But that was, like, a different situation. I don't think I transferred it over to, like, relationships and, like, friends and stuff like that. I was like, oh, that, you know, they can, I see your potential, so let me, like, help out, yeah. and let me sprinkle my fun dust on you, <laughs> and, like, realization's just gonna come. 
And it doesn't and the, work like that. It doesn't. You yeah. gotta let people come to you and ask for your advice, which I think you and I have been a lot better about. Instead of just offering unsolicited advice, we we have the questions. Do you need advice? Do you need support? Or do you just need someone to listen? And I think that's really, I think that's been extremely good for our relationship as a whole, but yeah. also like something to implement in other relationships. Like, what do you need from me right now? Because I think even today, like, I can still lose sight of that. Like, I can still want to, like, sprinkle my fun dust because I think that that's what I should be doing. I loved that phrase so much when you <laughs> said that. So, like, that's it. That's it. That's the word. Um, but, like, I still think that, like, I still want to sprinkle my fun dust on somebody to give them the realization. But, like, I can't do that. Well, I think that's hard with, like, where we are in the life journey is we're on a similar path, which is why we can do most, <laughs> mostly agree on everything, mm-hmm. but other people aren't on the same life path. And I do remember saying it to you at one point. I was like, that person is not on the same life path. Like, they're not on at the same level of life path that you are. Mm-hmm. And you have to let them get there eventually. Like, you cannot force them to go down that road. Nope. They're not ready. Mm-mm. And so I would And that's that. hard. That's hard to accept because you're like, I see your potential. I see the things that like the inv- the things that you're going through are things I've been through and I'm giving you advice and you're not listening and like I want to strangle you. But like it's not. It was never my path to walk. Exactly. I was just a little shaman along the way that's like, hi, so here's some advice. But you do you, boo. I love you. Like. And you're always going to see potential, but you can't live and be there for potential. You have to be there for action. Mm-hmm. When I stopped living in potential, a lot of things changed. A lot of relationships ended because I stopped living in the idea of what someone's potential could be. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, I lost some friends and stuff early on because of the choices I was making, and I didn't want to, like leave that expectation or just live up to the potential that they could have been Mm -hmm. and I think you had the same shortly thereafter you know we were both like wow we got like no friends after high school yeah yeah like and even more as I get older my spouse and I talk and joke about like well we're gonna have a really small wedding like he's got two friends I got two friends and I was like yo so that's what we're doing I was like and I look at him all the time and jokingly say you can't have more than two groomsmen. I have two best friends. That's it. That's all I got. That's so funny. Like, <laughs> I actually look at, like, wedding parties, and I'm like, they have, like, 14 bridesmaids. How do, where do they find them all? Like, is that a college thing? Yeah. Like, well, I think, and that's the other thing. I think sorority plays a big role in that, and you and I never were into that. I didn't go to college. Right. So. And I went to community college, so we didn't have that. So I think, Yeah. But I even see some of the girls that we went to high school with are still super close. Like, they get together once a year and go do something. And there's, like, like you said, there's, like, 14 of them. And I'm, like, how do y'all manage your schedules with 14 of you? I can't. I can barely, like, we can barely get on the same page to meet on a fucking Sunday every week. You think that, like, I'm going to manage that with, like, 13 other girls? Oh, hell the fuck no. Like, I can't. And and we're talking about our own life paths. Right. Now you have 13 other life paths to look at and, like, help out. Yeah. And, like, I used to love being in group chats. And as, like, I've gotten older, I realized, like, how little I like that. Because I do. I want to sprinkle my fun dust on all of you. So I get so invested. And, like you said, sometimes for lose track of myself. Yeah. The empathic nature is kind of tough. That's mm-hmm. why I, that was my advice to my younger self is, like, worry less about others and focus on you you're you were already taking like the time to focus on you but if you would just like 
let it go a little bit more, you would have been exponentially more happy. Cause Absolutely. You're, you're not worrying about somebody else's life path. You're not worrying about somebody else's emotions and struggles and, and whether that's positive or negative. Mm-hmm. And whether you know it or not, that takes a toll. Yeah, absolutely. I remember being really upset constantly around that time, like later in the high school years, because I was dealing with somebody that just, we could not get along at that like point of our lives. Yeah. It, we were on two different life paths. There was a huge age difference. It just did not work successfully. And I was so upset because it wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was like, I just want to communicate to you, and I don't know how. You don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We had bad communication we, skills. We did, and that's why, but, like, I think that came from the fact that, like, we didn't have boundaries. Like, we lacked boundaries because we didn't know better. And yeah. now, looking back, like, we can say we know better. Like, maybe that's something I might tell my younger self is, like, follow more of your gut and lay the law in your boundaries because I think I could have done a lot better about that. But again, I think we're getting down to the nitpicking. Like I needed to not have boundaries to learn that I needed boundaries. (laughs) Yeah. I do think boundaries would have helped that situation as well as implementing the, do you need advice or do you just want to vent? Because I didn't understand that at the time. I was all about like, Oh, you just need just a solution. Fix it. Just fix it. You just need... Yeah, yeah that's all you it. need. I'll fix that for you. I'll bob the fucking builder you. Like, <laughs> I can fix it. <laughs> I'm gonna bob the fucking builder you. Okay, so in the show notes, it's gonna be fun dust, and I'm gonna bob the builder you. <laughs> got it. Great. Glad we've got that to figure it out. <laughs> I'm loving it. Um, but that that is what I needed at that time. Yeah. Did I know that? No. I'm really grateful for the person that was supporting me during that time because they showed me compassion. They showed me compassion, but they were like, you don't deserve to be this unhappy. Like this is, this is hurting you. This is giving you a negative like light. And like, it's just your aura pretty much is just sad. And like, it really was, it was giving me a lot of stress that I didn't need. And once I was able to step away from that, I realized how toxic it was. Absolutely. Yeah. Any other advice you got over there? I think that the other two that I had would have been your definition of success will change as you go. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> Be proud of what you accomplish. That's the first one. Mm. Um, because of the after high school and I didn't know what I was going to do, mm. I was not happy with where I was. Mm. And I wasn't appreciating the success I was able to have. I'm grateful for that pivot because it allowed me the opportunity to go on a brand new adventure and learn something I didn't even know I wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think I was happy with the success I was doing and like proud of what I had accomplished. I did get into those colleges. Yes, I was not able to afford it, but I got in. I was able to go if I could have figured out the financial portion. Yeah, and then I was successful in finding a job and an opportunity and then having a life path. And Mm -hmm. even going further than that, I can look back and be proud of the change. Like, I've continually moved up in this industry. I, you know, became an assistant manager. I was a dog trainer. Like, I had a lot of successes in my life, Mm -hmm. as well as a lot of relationship successes. So, like, I'm just including you. First and foremost, bro. (laughs) We're all getting better, babe. It's great. (laughs) And I just, like, 
I'm very happy and I, I look back now and I'm like wow I was so successful especially early on mm. I own a condo like I owned a condo at 21 bro right if I hadn't taken those life paths if I hadn't enjoyed those little successes do you think I'd be there nope I'd still be in college Yup. And now it's even funnier to look at because all the people that are like, oh my God, I'm drowning in, in like debt, college debt and like college loans. And I'm just like, wow, did I, did I miss a bullet? Yeah, you did. You really did. And I mean, I got lucky that I figured it out my first semester at like a big university that this college thing wasn't for me. I liked learning at my own pace, learning the knowledge I wanted to learn, not having to keep relearning regurgitated information. And I got to a point where I was like, okay, this isn't working. And I saved myself. I'm still in debt, but not not like a lot of people that I know that are in, you know, hundreds of thousands of debt and they aren't even doing what they wanted to do. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I know. And, of course, life changes. Success looks different all the time, right? It does. But, like, I know grown-ass adults that are still paying off their college loans and I'm like, do you even like what you what, what your college like looked like or like your major? Yeah. And, and most of them are like, no, I'm not doing at all what I was doing. Yeah. So I do have to look back and be happy with the successes I had early on and the people that were surrounding me and helping me. My dad was a huge motivation and support. He was the one that hugged me when I was sitting on the ground and just was like, Honey, it's going to be okay. And you're like, it doesn't feel okay right now. That's exactly what I said. I was like, Dad, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. What do you mean? Yeah. I got nothing. Yeah. And, it, and it's funny because I'm sure some of his advice was, you don't have nothing. You are who you are. You'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. So. Thanks, Dad. I think the only other one, which is a little bit more frivolous, <laughs> was don't waste money on silly things. Start early. So Save. Hard. Invest. So hard. Yeah. I think I would be in less credit card debt if I... Understood <laughs> if I that. Didn't spend that, like, first couple of years out of high school. I was compensating, honestly. I... Mm. Because of where I was, like, having a huge group of friends and then, like, going from that to pivoting and not going to college I didn't have anybody yeah um I don't think we were speaking at the time Mm -mm. so I really didn't have any friends like I was the definition of like lonely (laughs) um so I was compensating by going shopping like Mm. I would that was your little interaction pretty much yeah I mean I was living at home I was going to work but like my off days I would just like get dressed try to get myself out of the house and like I'd end up at the mall to like be around other people right and then I was just like oh this is nice this is nice oh like I can buy myself nice things this is great and I spent way too much money mm-hmm. and I ha- I mean I have a lot of those clothes still probably falling apart now but <laughs> um you know if I hadn't spent that and I had invested a little bit earlier mm. started earlier I think I'd be in a little bit better of a position but again nitpicking yeah exactly at the end of the day like we all said this is just nitpicking it's being hypercritical and trying to figure out how could i have fixed it and made it so much better like there is no better Mm -mm. it is what it was exactly and you have to be happy with that yeah what about you do you have anything else just overview your younger self doesn't need any advice Mm -mm. it needed to happen whatever it was yeah so don't be so hard 
on your younger self. <laughs> Good, bad, ugly. Yeah. Your younger self was learning. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing. Nope. It's not something that needs to be fixed or changed or that you could have done better. You did what you could do with the best of your abilities with the knowledge you had at the time. Mm-hmm. You want to leave it there? I want to leave it there. Sounds great. All right. Follow, rate, like, and subscribe. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at tabletalks.podcast. We love you, and we'll see you next week.